Hey there, it's your insider, Cindy Thomas, welcoming you into season two of the Insider's Career Club. Our podcast helps job seekers succeed in their career search. We share information on different careers and we keep those employed in the know with timely career news and advice. As an in-house talent acquisition recruiter, manager, and director, I've interviewed thousands of candidates and worked with managers to fill their positions. In over 25 plus years, I've witnessed firsthand numerous candidates fail, whether it was on their resumes or in their interviews. But you can succeed by getting help from a professional, from someone who's been on the inside, me. Understand what employers look for in their candidates. Listen to the podcast regularly and you can learn a lot. Our website, www.insiderscareerclub.com has free resources for your job search. Now, for those who are serious about succeeding, you can sign up for personalized career services. We'll tailor it specifically to you to help you land that great position. Hey there, insiders. It's Cindy Thomas, your insider. Happy New Year to you. Welcome to season two. This is the first episode, and I've got some great insights to share with you. I have missed being with you, and I'm really happy to be back. I hope you all had a great holiday season, because now we're off and running into a brand new year. While I was off, I did a short-term contract centered around recruiting. So I've got some valuable insights into the current job market, and I'm going to share some of those insights with you throughout the season. So hang with me. Now, we're also going to cover some new careers. And if you're trying to decide on a career or you're an experienced worker considering a career change, this is the right podcast for you. Please consider making Insider's Career Club podcast a happy habit for you. So let's look at what's going on in the employment world. There's been a lot of changes in the employment marketplace. This last year, in addition to the pandemic, there was a lot going on. And I found that people tend to forget things that have happened. So I want to take the time to review the year by spotlighting some events, some of the bigger ones. So one of the most recent and unbelievable things is the CEO of Better.com did a mass layoff in a Zoom call. Who would have ever thought that would have happened? And it happened a couple of weeks before Christmas. My dear insiders, I truly hope this doesn't spark a trend. And in case you're wondering what happened to him, he got a big reprimand. We've gone from a national unemployment high of 14% down to one of 4.2%. Three and a half million women left the job market when the pandemic lockdown hit. Two major reasons they left, they couldn't find childcare and or they needed to take care of their families. Women leaving the workforce has added to the labor shortage. So do you remember witnessing the Black Lives Matter demonstrations? Yeah? They sparked a huge movement for equality in the U.S., which actually reverberated and picked up in countries all over the world. The disturbing video of policemen kneeling on the neck of George Floyd for over nine minutes fueled an overwhelming number of protests worldwide. 
It blossomed into a movement in the employment workplace for diversity, equity, and inclusion in the summer of 2020. And we expected big changes in 2021. Also during this time, many businesses committed to change hiring practices to consider a broader candidate pool. And they were going to broaden the candidate pool by considering candidates only on their experience versus hiring only for degrees and experience. Businesses also committed to hire more minority candidates into management level positions. We've also heard businesses talk about ways to level financial inequalities within their companies. Now, I do have a great example that I can share on this. It's uh, Mark Benioff, who's the CEO of Salesforce. And while I don't have all the circumstances of how this came to be, Mr. Benioff reviewed the compensation of men and women in his company. And he noted that there were big disparities in how women were paid compared to men in the same jobs. He decided to correct that disparity by leveling off the salaries of men and women in like positions. And he did it without, you know, a lot of fanfare, without a lot of complaints, without being sued. Yes, please. We need more of that. Over time, these financial inequities have caused a compounded inability of minorities to build wealth in the U.S. This has further affected generations by producing a long-term impact on the financial growth of minorities by limiting their financial worth. Without being able to save the money needed for a down payment, minorities have been unable to purchase property. Purchasing property is a common measure of wealth in this country. While the DE&I movement sparked many business commitments, we have failed to see these commitments materialize and bring the required change needed to level out opportunities for minority workers. Now, moving on, the pandemic again has deeply touched businesses and has vibrated into the labor market. We now have a lack of workers with technical skills. Another outcome of the pandemic resulted in some forced reflection time for workers. Workers had the time to evaluate their priorities with work-life balance and personal life balance. Some of the more recent ones and the ones that have affected us directly, all of us, we've seen broken supply chains. We've had shortages of cars, shortages of furniture, building materials, cream cheese. It's affected my bagel in the morning. Petroleum and champagne, just to mention a few. During the holidays, the Omicron virus hit the airline industry with personal shortages because workers are calling in sick. It had a devastating effect on flights. Record numbers of flights were canceled starting around Thanksgiving, and the trend has continued into the new year because Omicron is blossoming. Right now, we're also witnessing something called the Great Resignation. Now, I've heard this called the great attrition, the great quit, whatever you want to call it. Old, young men and women are leaving their jobs in record numbers. This exodus has exacerbated an already strained labor market that's short on skilled workers. Now, the impact of the pandemic continues to have a manipulating effect on employment in the U.S. as well as around the world. And it is continuing through that great resignation. Are you wondering how bad is it? Well, 
Have you been working harder? Have you been working longer? Have you been given more responsibility without asking for it? Maybe even picking up the tasks of people that have left. Well, listen to this. I've got some figures for you. The Bureau of Labor Statistics quotes that 19 million workers quit their jobs since April of 2021. In September, another 4.4 million quit. And in November, another 4.2 quit. These are astounding numbers. There are now more open jobs in the U.S. than people seeking work. A McKinsey quarterly article article entitled The Great Attrition of the Great Attraction, The Choice is Yours, predicts that this great resignation is not over with and it's going to continue to happen. Now, there's lots of underlying reasons, and we'll discuss some of that. 40% of workers from the survey said that they're somewhat likely to quit their jobs in the next three to six months. The survey was done in five countries, Australia, Singapore, Canada, the UK, and the US. And amazingly, the results were consistent across these countries and broadly consistent across industries. So part of the reason is that there was a buildup. During the pandemic, people didn't leave their jobs because they were panicked and everything was so uncertain and it's still kind of up in the air. Rarely did somebody leave a job. So some of that's a pent up demand of needing a change that you that was thwarted and now you feel a little more free to move around. Others are coming from different things that we're going to discuss right now. So if you've been feeling like you've been missing something from your work, maybe you want more from your work. Like the good feeling from the work that you do is missing. Maybe you just don't like what you do. If that's the case, you're already part of the movement that's happening. The same article I referred to earlier has shared that workers want more transparency. They really want to understand what's going on with the business and not be kept in the dark. They want to understand how they can succeed in their company's environment. And the subject of meaningful work is a big one and has come up. And then they also want greater communication. So do those things strike a nerve with you? There is a new movement happening out there. So this meaningful work experience, what does it mean? Now, the way that work has been structured in our society has been more what we call transactional between workers and their employers. For example, I do something for you, Mr. Employer, and you reward me with salary, bonuses, perks, etc. Now, the change that workers seek is they want value in their work in addition to salary and benefits. And then newer generations entering the workforce are also looking for more. But theirs has a slightly different twist. By more, they mean a deeper connection and ties to the world that they live in. They're looking for purpose and are being more selective about who they want to work for. Companies that can demonstrate they are socially conscious and contribute to the common good are drawing those job seekers. And the newer workers also want to see and understand how a company's purpose aligns with its products and its people. Now, also during this pandemic, employees spent time in contemplation. And U.S.-based employees said the pandemic caused them to reflect on their purpose in life. So purpose is a big deal right now. Value is a big deal. If you are looking for more purpose in your work, you might want to sit down. This is a tip an insider's tip. You might want to sit down with your manager and have them help you see how your work 
affects the common goal. That alone will help you feel more like you are contributing. So for example, from what I have done throughout my career, I've been a recruiter. You know that. When I recruit, I am working for the candidate and I'm also working for the company or the manager that I'm trying to hire for. My onus with recruiting is to find the best talent, but to also find for the candidate the right role, making sure that they're going to be a good fit. And so because we hire or I help hire the right people, it brings success to the company because they are able to meet their goals. And that's how I see the purpose in what I do. It's there. You just have to look for it. Now, I don't have any doubt that this whole reflection and looking for purpose in their work has contributed greatly to the great resignation wave that's happening in the country today. So I did want to share with you the top four reasons from another study of why workers quit their jobs. So we talked about possibly maybe working harder, longer, whatever. 31% of employees quit because they were burned out or overworked. 26 didn't like their former boss. That's a key thing. You need to like and feel that you align with the manager you're going to work with. And 25% remote work was not approved. So remote work is another big deal right now with all that's going on. And it's been a revolution in the workplace. And then, of course, we've got a worker shortage. 22% found better opportunities. Or maybe I should say 22% a better opportunity found them. Now, did you know that 86% of people's satisfaction with work relationships is driven by how they get along with their boss? So here's an insider's tip coming at you. Your experience of your company comes from your direct relationship with your manager. That relationship needs to be a good one. You need to strongly consider who you'll be working with and working for. It will have a positive or negative effect on how about how you feel about your job, your employer, and possibly yourself. Now, the world of work has undergone a 180 in the last couple of years, and it's still in flux. There's still some big changes happening, just like what we've heard, what people are looking for. And because of it, employers are doing cartwheels trying to attract qualified talent and keep them. But they're also trying to figure out how to keep their current employees as well, because people are quitting their jobs in record numbers. Remember that 4.2 million left their jobs in November and the trend is expected to continue. So what does this mean to you? If you haven't surmised it, we're in a candidate-driven market and skilled job seekers have leverage. Now, are you one of the 40% who plans to make a move? This is a great time to do it. Mind you, though, this pent-up demand is for workers. It's true only for those who are highly skilled. Now, inside is tip number two. If you're in a job and you're happy with it, even if you aren't looking, it may be a good time to negotiate with your manager on training to expand your knowledge and or skills. Maybe you can get them to pay for some kind of training the business can't provide to you. Think about it. So because there are more jobs than there are people looking, and it's going to be easy to find one. Let's think about this. Insider's tip number three. You should expand your job hunt into looking for a career opportunity. Take the time to think about what you want and narrow down what you 
want in a position and an employer? What's important to you? Look for an employer who not only believes in the diversity, but is always already demonstrating their commitment and can share that plan with you. It makes for a richer place to work in terms of ideas, creativity, growth, and success of the company. Companies that are diverse do better with their bottom line than companies that are not. And the reason why is when you have diverse populations within your employee rosters in your company, they bring that wealth of experience. They bring different viewpoints and it creates success. Insider's tip number four, do a deep dive into the company. Check it out. Also check out its culture as well as the salary and benefits and stuff. Ask to speak with a few of the team members you may be working with. That's if they're not on your interview panel. This request is not unusual. Then ask those team members about the manager, as well as asking about how the team gets along. How would they describe the manager's style? Is he available? Ask about the company's stability and plans for growth and of products, as well as what does a possible career path look like for you? Do your homework and look online to see what has been written about that company. Prepare yourself. Listen, learn, and decide for yourself if that company and that job is right for you. So glad you joined us today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like us because your ratings matter. We'll be bringing you new podcasts every two weeks on the first and third Wednesdays. My goal is to help you, my valued listeners in your job search, and continue to help you right on through your work life. To make that happen, though, your support is needed. By listening regularly, we can keep this going. But you can also help by sharing the podcast with your network of friends, family, and coworkers. Ask them to listen. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and so many more. Not so podcast savvy? Tell them they can go to listen on our website at www.insiderscareerclub.com. I appreciate your support. Stay safe and take care.